everybody. My name's Gary Fowler, and it's great to be here again. I am the CEO, co-founder, and president of GSD Get Shit Done Venture Studios, a premier AI and quantum venture studio located in Silicon Valley. And today, it is GSD Presents Silicon Valley AI and Tech. And I am so gracious today to have and grateful to present Osaya Akaro, the managing partner at Ripple VC. He's an investor in Dollaride Fleeting and Nano VMs, startup director of One Valley, supporting the success of more than 100 companies like Private Core, Nascent Objects, both were acquired by Facebook. Partner in Stellenbosch University Launch Lab, Africa's leading deep tech incubator. And with that, I'd like to introduce Osai. Hey, Osai, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to see you. Good to see you again. It's been a little while. It's been a while. So, okay. So, tell me what the journey's like from Kansas State to San Francisco to Nigeria. I mean, this is like you got like the mixed bag. I got to tell you, it's incredible. So, how did you get from American University of Nigeria to Kansas State? It's like on my top 10 picks, I wouldn't say, now that's the place I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, funny you should start there because um, there's an interesting story there. Um, so while I, so I was getting my undergrad degree from the American University of Nigeria. And um, while I was there, one of the professors from Kansas State was, was around, was visiting. And uh, he taught a couple of courses and we got talking one day about what I wanted to do next. Um, and I, you know, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew I wanted to do something around technology and innovation uh, for my master's degree. And I've been looking at a few uh, universities out in Sweden. Um, don't ask me to pronounce the names. Um, but uh, yeah. So we go from Sweden to Kansas, right? This must be a really good place, right? So he asked me about what I wanted to do. Uh, and I described the program and he's like, oh, I think we have something like that at Kansas State. And I go, where? <laughs> yeah. Kansas? Well, I mean, so I looked it up um, and the program description was exactly what I was looking for. I go, oh, okay, I gotta go check this place out then because the program is exactly what I'm looking for. So graduate, hop on a plane and then head out. Um, Kansas, uh, while I'm there, uh, do my MBA two years, brilliant, great time, um, beautiful program. Not, 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 um, not a lot of people, not, not enough people talk about it. Great uh, MBA program, technology entrepreneurship. Um, and after that, I left for the Bay Area because I wanted to, you know, work in tech. And um, so hopped on a plane, came out to San Francisco and started talking to people and then joined uh, what was at the time Nest GSV uh, eventually became uh, GSV Labs and then One Wait, Valley. Wait, Rick, Rick Musin was he there? Yes. Rick, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know Rick. He's a good guy, by Rick. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah great, great guy. Yeah, very mm -hmm. cool. Well, yeah, Actually, I was there. So when I had a group, so for a summertime, I took some time off and took a group of my MBA students from Russia. Uh -huh. To Nest, and we actually rented some desks there, 
And it was an incredible, that was a beautiful building. By the way, yeah. I remember when it was Excite because Pyong Senna had his office right next door. And I remember the, um, they had a, a slide inside, mm -hmm. a red slide yeah. that yeah. we had to get out fun. It was really funny. That was, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, what a small world. The slide was extremely popular um, with our visitors and guests. Yeah, and we had events every week. Um, and a lot of people went down that slide. Someplace. You had really cool events, I gotta tell you. And part of Silicon Valley is about networking, right? Developing those connections yeah. and contacts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all we do every day. <laughs> Just go out from one event to the other and meet people. It's, it's the lifestyle. So what do you do now? So where are you today? Are you in San Francisco or where uh, are you physically? No, I'm in Lagos, Nigeria. Ah, you're so back in Lagos. Okay. Because I looked at your LinkedIn profile and it said, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah so, I've, been, I've been here for a little while now. What's going on in Lagos? What? Okay, my partner was down there two weeks ago and he said, it's an incredible, vibrant community. I mean, what's happening? It's everything has happened. It's a wild place um, in all the good, positive ways. Um, there's just so much activity going on. It's a state of 20 million people um, in the country of about 200 million. Uh, so densely populated. It's, it's think of um, the US, think of the Bay Area, think of New York and think of LA in one place. That's Lagos. It's, yeah. it's everything, <laughs> you know, um, and there's just so much activity happening here and it's really exciting we're seeing a lot of fintech companies come out of Nigeria in general, primarily out of uh, uh, Lagos, uh, driving that funding and the uh, deal activity um, to new highs every year. Uh, there's been a lot of growth in the number of deals uh, 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 that have been uh, done on the continent um, every single year since 2015. I've been observing the, the uh, ecosystem since 2015. And uh, last year, because of the pandemic, uh, the volume, the total amount of funding went down a bit, uh, but the number of deals went up, uh, which is kind of- Wow, wild. that's interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, a lot of activity, a lot is going on here. So, you know, I'm just curious, so what do you do for fun in Legos? What's there to do like for fun? It's just, I'm curious because, you know, I lived in Russia for a while and, you know, I got to, I would fly to Siberia. I would go out in the nature. I mean, what, what, what do you do? So what's part of the life of being an entrepreneur, like or an investor, like in Nigeria? In Nigeria. Well, it's, I think pretty much the same um, as other areas it's just networking and meeting people. Um, you, I mean, if you're in the business, if you're in this world, you always want to know what's, coming next, right? What's mm -hmm. around the corner? Um, mm -hmm. So it's just a whole lot of talking to people, um, learning about what people are working on, um, learning about challenges and, you know, building a picture of your, a trajectory of trends in your mind, and, you know, figuring out how to position yourself to take advantage of it because, you know, this is the land of opportunity um, I've come to find. Yeah, I um, mean, that's, that's one of the things. Yeah, I was going to say, being a coastal state, there's also the beat. And, and mm -hmm. I, I mean, we have great weather here, as you can tell. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's about 30 degrees out here on average. Uh, the sun cooks you properly. Um, so you enjoy your time in the ocean. 
Mm -hmm. Now remember, 30 degrees Celsius, not Fahrenheit. Yeah. Warm. Yes. 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Really so you know, so I um, when my partner came back from Nigeria, he said he went to some place called Vibranium. And uh, there was a, a facility there, like incubator kind of place. I talked mm -hmm. about, I had read about AI Saturdays, that you've got this mm -hmm. group called AI Saturdays. I mean, there's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff going on in Nigeria. And by the way, unicorns being built. Yeah, 100%. Vibranium, I think I heard of it one time. Um, I haven't been there. Um, but yes, I know the folks who do AI Saturdays. There's also, there's, there are a bunch of, so AI Saturdays is really um, benefiting from the efforts and activities of other uh, older communities um, like For Loop um, and Dev Center. Um, and then of course there's the uh, Data Science Nigeria, which is one of the three largest AI communities across the continent. So there's mm -hmm. uh, Data Science Africa in Kenya and uh, Deep Learning in Daba out of South Africa. So lots of activities, lots of things going on all over the place. Now, that's, it sounds great. So how would you rank? So if you look at the countries in Africa, how would you mm -hmm. rank them in terms of, you know, in terms of the uh, most startups coming out of a particular area? How would you rank like the top five? Which countries are the are the top? The greatest uh, opportunities for a lot of VCs watch my show. Who, mm -hmm. what countries should they look at? I know you're going to say Nigeria for sure. Yeah. But other countries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely have to say Nigeria uh, at the top of the list. You know what's funny? Um, 2020, um, Kenya made a huge jump in terms of the uh, volume, uh, size of funding. Uh, raised and right now they're looking on par to Nigeria. Uh, so I would say Nigeria, Kenya, Egypt has been on a rise for a while now, doing really well, and South Africa. Um, and fifth one, I'd say Ghana. Ghana is uh, really tearing away from the rest of the pack and looking to make it a, a top five. Really? That's incredible. You know, most people don't realize there are a billion, over a billion people in the African continent. Actually, yep. close to 1.3, over 1.3 yeah. billion. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Huge yeah. market. That's a large piece of land. <laughs> and large, a lot of people. Large. Yeah. <laughs> you thought Kansas had a lot of space, right? <laughs> oh, I remember, I think I told you, I remember driving my Porsche in Kansas. And I uh -huh. was driving, I'll never forget, I was driving, there were wheat fields, there were cornfields, mm -hmm. and there was a farmhouse. Really? Yeah. It looked exactly like the Superman movies. I looked at yeah. it, and the people were so nice. So it looked like Smallville. I remember going out to lunch. I told you about this. Lunch with yeah. this guy uh, from Boeing, and he said to me, I want to take you out for lunch. It was great. And he takes me to this barbecue place. And it, like, I mean... They bring me a plate, like a full rack, but it was like a rack I've never seen in my life yeah. with french fries, <laughs> with this. And these guys ate it themselves. Yeah. Everybody had their own plate. And I've never seen people eat that much in my life. And so nice. Uh, do you mind? You know, I hope you like it. You know, we can get more if you want. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where am I going to put it? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. For, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Barbecue and 
Oof, it's some fantastic barbecue in Kansas. So, <laughs> you ever stuck at stuck uh, middle of the country? It's not a bad place to be. It's not it's a like, bad place. You know, people are nice. The cost of housing's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing place, actually. It's <laughs> it's an amazing place if you're Superman, I guess. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I can't say, there's a lot of really nice people in Kansas. Yeah. Anyhow, oh, so man. you know, yeah. That's but, very what about the the uh, VCs in Africa? How open? Because I know a lot of places we go, the VCs don't really understand what funding levels. They're not really, uh, there aren't as many smart, if you will, VCs in terms of really being able to help. What do you see in terms of landscape and how's it going to change over the next five years? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so I'm friends with a lot of VCs here on the continent. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, there's a lot of good work being done. Don't be um, smart or anything when you're saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, there's a lot of good work being done. Um, we are, you know, we're all, you know, uh, um, um, putting in the work and the time to strengthen the ecosystem as best as we can, bringing our experiences, um, our varied experiences to the table. Um, I, I, I think for sure it's improved uh, over the past six years um, that I've been watching the space because when I first got out here, I used to hear founders say things about, oh, this investor is asking like an angel investor was asking for 40%. I go, what? <laughs> How does that even work mathematically? That can't, that, that's, it's just ignorant. Um, it's just, you know, they just don't know any better or didn't know any better. But um, I don't hear those types of conversations much these days. Uh, so I think uh, the learning has improved. Um, majority of the investors have gotten better at understanding the importance of leaving some meat on the bone uh, for downstream investors to be coming to take a bite um, and they're understanding the value of being a value added investor um, mm -hmm. and not, you know, thinking of the investing is writing a check and going away, um, but writing a check and asking, how can I help? Um, so it's, it's improved a whole lot. And I think that that's reflected by the number of deals that are being done, mm -hmm. um, the, the sizes and increasing sizes, although the larger $50 million deals took a hit last year because pandemic, a uh, little thing uh, called the pandemic. Um, but it's it's improving across the board. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're all pretty happy with the direction things are going. Well, you say it so nicely. <laughs> Your friends are listed. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> You can tell you got your MBA, you know. <laughs> Those are the steps. I know in Russia when we got started with the ecosystem there, when we started the Startup Academy and then GBA, the same kind of situation. We actually started Venture Academy to, to really educate investors because they'd never done it before. You know, and, mm -hmm. and startups had not gone to global markets. So, you know, on one side it's, you know, you look back and it's, um, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but everybody's got to learn. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because there aren't a whole lot of books out there that really say what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, what it's really right. 
to be an investor. Unless you do it, you don't understand it. So, you know, it's it's really, you know, sitting in that driver's seat and really moving forward. But I remember when I did my first company, <laughs> nobody was there to say anything. Uh, literally, my father said, Gary, why are you doing this? I wouldn't do yeah. that. You went to graduate school. You should be a professor. I said, but dad, that's not what I want to do. I want to do something else. And, yeah. And, uh, and he, you know, he's like, and I remember um, I went, so I didn't know how to raise money. I thought raising yeah. money to go to the, get a loan, go to the bank and get a loan. So I went to the bank and got a loan. So yeah. I got a loan. It paid off. I was doing a, a project, construction tech project, paid off. I paid the bank. Then I got another couple loans. And I thought that's how you raise money. The banker said, I'll never forget this. Sorry. He said, now we were wondering if we could get some equity. And I said, yeah. why would you get, take the equity? I'm taking the risk. <laughs> you know, Because I'm signing the loan. I said, this doesn't make any sense. Why would he want a piece of my pie? You know? Right. So it took me a while to understand that concept. You know, Why am yeah. I doing all the work and they're trying to take my pie? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's and and to, to, I, it's uh, it should be mentioned that um, some of the older angel networks across the continent really, really carry the continent on their backs um, mm -hmm. in terms of educating uh, our people. Um, and I think one of the oldest ones is the Lagos Angel Network, and it's also one of the more prominent ones. Um, and the founder, uh, Tommy, a friend of mine. He's done tremendous, put in tremendous effort in educating uh, angel investors, uh, working with um, other angels across the continent, and helping them to you know form communities and start their own angel networks, mm -hmm. um, just to help, you know get their beaks wet, um, their toes wet as well, um, mm -hmm. and and build from there. So it's it's really helped put many other countries on the map. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to raise capital because mm -hmm. for the longest time it was really Nigeria, Kenya, and South Africa. Uh, mm -hmm. But we were seeing companies popping out of everywhere, um, raising capital, and it's it's really because of these this early early effort. I think I mean what you're doing is fantastic. You know, and I wrote a paper, uh, you know, about the democratization opportunities, and you know, we we talk about intellectual capacities evenly spread around the world, but opportunities aren't, and to be able to make a dent in the universe, create jobs, people take care of their family, it's going to make the world a lot better place. And so, and I got to tell you, I applaud you. I, I see the kind of effort my partner was down there. Unfortunately, I had not had my COVID shot yet. So I didn't want to travel. He did. But it's just, you know, it's incredible what you're doing and, and the kind of talent that's there. I mean, we're getting calls from groups from Egypt. Uh, South, we have a uh, portfolio company from South Africa. Rwanda, mm -hmm. we heard recently from Rwanda, Kenya, um, was it Uganda? I mean, just, just different places are coming out of the woodwork and are very positive because they want to have their voice heard. And yeah. one of the things with this digital transformation has been really difficult. If you're a company that's located in wherever, right? Could be Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. But, mm. and I don't want to hear from Punxsutawney. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? We have still, you know. But, uh, if, wherever you are, it's really the democratization of the opportunity. And, you know, the kind of challenges we have, population increase will go from, the population of the world will go from eight, a little over 8 billion 
to 13 billion by the end of the century. We've got a lot of challenges. So all yeah. of us have to take part in it. And all of us have to make a dent in the universe. You know, we need to we need to go down through and, and build the circular economy. And, you know, it's back to basics. In some ways, it's back to basics. Like originally when I went to uh, Russia, it was, uh, you know, some basic kind of uh, approach to building businesses and then moved on to technology. But it's incredible, and and I'm excited about. It. I mean, I got to tell you, the fintech companies that we've seen from Nigeria just, you know, first class, and they really, really sharp entrepreneurs, really mm -hmm. sharp entrepreneurs. So, 100%. what do you see? You know, so, you know, I got a question for you. you did uh, you were in Toronto for a while? You were working yeah. with Rogers for a while, and when did you go back over to Nigeria? Like, say, I'm in. I'm fully committed. I'm back in Lagos. Yeah. That was, there was a bit of moving around between Toronto and uh, final 100% Africa. Um, yeah, Toronto, that's why I got my first job doing door to door, selling door to door, selling telecoms uh, services um, back in the day when triple play was a thing. So the, the home, home phone, the internet, and uh, uh, cable. Oh that's, that's amazing. Well, that teaches yeah. you how to sell, right? I mean, that was. Yeah. That was a long time ago, wreck in 2000. So right um, after the uh, dot-com yeah. bubble, my God, that was that had to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember reading about this company called Google buying some other company called YouTube for, what was it, $1.65 billion? And thinking, what is that about? Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so did that and then... Uh, uh, also, and then left uh, the company and joined Monix Group, um, where we sold peer, back in the day when before fintech was a thing, uh, where fintech was point of sale terminals and ATMs. Uh, so did that for a little while um, before coming out to Nigeria um, and then leaving again and coming back, but. Focused on Africa, uh, took a very keen interest in the African startup ecosystem in 2015 and came out here. Um, been going back and forth to the Bay, but um, decided to focus on Africa for the future uh, in 2017. Do you see the big VCs? Do you see some of the uh, brand name SoftBank, uh, you know, the NEAs of the world, and the Dreesen Horowitz? Do you see the those companies starting? focus on because I hear about it now, but do you see them like on the ground? Are they coming in? Are they looking for those opportunities? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not as, they don't happen as often as I'd like, um, mm -hmm. but they're, they're, I mean, it has to start from somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you know uh, the Sequoias and Excels didn't always have a shop in India and China. Um, at some point they figured it made sense. And I think, um, the larger firms will will see that. I think that the trajectory will get to a point where it's really interesting. Um, because I mean, right now, so last year, uh, what year were you? In 2019, um, the continent raised two billion. 2020, you mean 2020, right? You forgot yeah. 2020. I think like most of us. <laughs> You skipped 2020. Last year, 2019, you remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, 2019, um, startups on the continent raised about $2 billion. 
Uh, before that, it was a little over $1 billion. So it I mean, a rocket ship. Um, yeah. But last year, it came down to about $1.4 billion. Um, well, that's not bad, though, considering the pandemic. No, it's not bad. It's not because bad at all. Stressed, if you can't even meet with, you know, for the first few months of the pandemic, people really, yeah. were, you know, I, I actually talked, spoke to SoftBank, and they said, well, we're really, uh, we're kind of, holding off right now. Yeah. People are really yeah. petrified. But there were two classes of people that were petrified, and the other ones thought that this is the greatest opportunity out there because the other VCs aren't in it and get the deals where you can get a good deal, right? Yeah. And that's that's accurate because we saw a heavy decline in the larger um, check sizes, so in the $50 million check sizes. But in the seed region, shut way up. It just rocketed. Um, so yeah, that, that, that really shows the two uh, schools of thought. Um, and and you, one can understand it um, because those at the seed stage are thinking, oh my God, what a great opportunity, you know, buy low, right? Um, mm -hmm. Being an investor and all. Um, so yeah, that's that type of activity helps. So going back to talking about the uh, larger firms and their presence here, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Um, I brought up the total funding amounts because for some of those firms, that's the fund size, you know, a billion, two billion. Um, so it'll take a bit for them to start to look at, you know, African companies. I think when we get to the point where we're raising um, several hundred million dollars, mm -hmm. um, they'll, they'll kind of have to take a look at that mm -hmm. point. Well, give it a, I, they don't want to miss out. So no, they don't. Out. They don't. And the if thing is, moving quickly, you know, with guys like you down there that are really <laughs> forward, it's it's incredible. So yeah. what do you think, you know, fintechs, um, obviously I hear about, especially in Nigeria, fintech, but what other kind of areas are interesting? Where do you see really strong capabilities? Um, yeah. What verticals, you know, AI, quantum, what kind of uh, skill sets? What, what's interesting from your perspective? Yeah. So what's what's interesting to me versus interesting to uh, that the data shows is interesting yeah. to the ecosystem at large. Um, what's interesting in the ecosystem at large is really six verticals. Uh, so fintech, of course, is still steady number one. Uh, mm -hmm. Agritech shot out of nowhere uh, from 2019 to second place last year. Wow. Um, so really heavy digitalization of that sector, which is mm -hmm. amazing cause food, <laughs> right? That's important. Um, and enterprise uh, is also seeing a, a, a lot of um, strong deal flow. Um, mm -hmm. Off-grade tech, so in energy, uh, taking advantage of the seven suns we have on this continent, uh, health tech and commerce, um, are, you know, some of the larger, uh, more active sectors. What's yeah. interesting? To me, of course, is yeah. uh, the the more deep tech side of things and the more science based uh, uh, side of things. So, you know, aerospace and uh, biotech and industrial automation, which I'm still waiting patiently uh, for for that to kick off. Uh, but I, I expect it. All right, startups out there, I know you're listening. Besides, <laughs> interested. If you got the stuff, bring it out. He's interested. Now you're you know you're right about it because. You know, the other thing is, you know, we talk about AIOSI and, you know, the multiple vertical applications 
you know, the challenges we have with all the data around us, as I said, it's just incredible. And the companies are going to really master that and understand how to not only uh, grab the data, but able to have those unsupervised, semi-supervised systems really mm-hmm. help us understand what to do with it, right? And, yeah. and of course, you know, I write about compassion. I write about emotion. We better do that too and add it in because nothing good's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it. This guy was kicking a robotic dog. Did you see that recently? The guy actually kicked the dog and this mm-hmm. dog, they were trying to show that it could stand on its feet. I actually, for the first time, felt really bad because I thought, <laughs> you know, when that dog's smart enough, it's going to rip the guy's leg off. <laughs> yeah. It's going to remember. <laughs> it's going to remember. And I'm like, you don't want to be doing this kind of stuff. How would you like, you know? So we need to understand those kind of technologies. What about robotics? Do you see me much with robotics? You said agritech, and of course, there's there can be uh, lots of uh, opportunities for agritech and robotics. But do you see yeah. that, or what is it in agritech that's particular? Yeah. Agritech is, you know, it's really just um, not a whole lot of robotics, um, mm-hmm. which you know. Because hard, hardware tech is, you know, really uh, it's expensive, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there aren't a lot, a lot of large funds that can write really large checks. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that will change, especially if some of these entrepreneurs um, exit, you know, have these really significant exits. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully funnel some of that money back into the uh, ecosystem, perhaps through an angel uh, and through angel investing or through a fund, um, that way, you know, start to uh, uh, accelerate funding in, in, to hardware companies. Um, robotics, I think, where really where I'm really excited to see robotics is in the industrial automation, because mm-hmm. uh, the continent, as you mentioned, the 1.3 billion people, um, by average age, is the youngest continent on, on the planet. No, that's what I understand. It's incredible, actually. Yeah. And it's also got, like I mentioned, a whole lot of land. So I think it'll get it to a point where manufacturers will start to take a really hard look at Africa, um, combine that with um, relatively low labor costs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it could be really interesting for manufacturers. And I think there's an opportunity to automate, to leapfrog traditional uh, manufacturing and really uh, um, get to a point where manufacturing is done with a whole lot of robots and intelligent robots, I should add. Uh, so that's that's the future I'm really excited about um, and really looking to back uh, companies that are thinking about that as well and, and, and building solutions for that future. So remember, another one, size into industrial automation. So if you got an interesting company, he's the one to talk to. All right, super. Well, listen, we're coming up to the top of the hour. I just wanted to get your closing thoughts in terms of the future, um, accessibility. You know, what, what's going to happen over the next year, the next five years, and and how can these startups uh, get a hold of you? How can the investors get a hold of you and and uh, and close us out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen over the next year to five years? I think we're going to continue to see a great trajectory on all fronts in terms of number of deals, um, the volume of deals, the size of funding. Um, I think more countries 
uh, are going to play a, continue to play a role, um, especially over the five-year period. Um, we're going to see even more countries. I think it's going to be, I think in five years, it'll probably be, be the top seven countries. You know, I think if you join uh, the top four, the big four, um, Ghana leading the way, I expect Uganda, Rwanda, a lot, lots of activities in those countries uh, mm -hmm. to join the frame. Morocco as well. Um, beautiful country, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I, I see a lot of um, hope for the continent and a lot of, uh, of progress. Um, how founders, how anyone can reach me, uh, probably the best way is Twitter. Um, it's at Osaigaram. Um, LinkedIn is, is, is works as well, um, but Twitter is best. And um, yeah, we can take it from there. Now, nah, that's great. So I want to say thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join so me today. You know, we're excited about the opportunities in Africa, incredible people down there, the beauty, the incredible opportunities that exist. And, uh, you know, at GSD, we're really focused on making a difference and make a dent in the universe and working with people like you. We can do it together. To my audience, thank you for tuning in today. This is incredible. Invest in Africa. Look at African startups. They're incredible opportunities. Go out there and get them before it's too late. So thank you very much. Stay tuned. I'll be back again Tuesday for another edition of uh, my show. I almost said Gary's Picks, my other show. GST presents Silicon Valley Heritage. We've got a couple of shows. Um, it's been a lot of fun, Gary. Thank yeah, you yeah. So much. Thank, you. thank you very much. I appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for joining. Stay tuned. Stay healthy. Stay happy. And go get them. Thank you very much.